with Marnie. I'm so excited about this series, Young Men Making a Difference. It is so important to highlight these people. Um, today, I'm so excited to introduce my guest. He is such a sweet, special, kind, genuine person, and he's such a hard worker. He's so passionate. He's such just an amazing person overall. Mm -hmm. His story is going to inspire you, period. That is just confirming that right now. Um, <laughs> please welcome my friend from L.A., Warner. Hello, everybody. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> What's up? How are you? Oh, you know, just enjoying sunny SoCal. It's a... Uh, we actually got some fires. It's been 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 filled with fires the last the last week or so, but it's good today. It's really clear 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 skies. Good. I think it, it I think it's on fire because this episode's about to be lit. <laughs> I literally love that. Yes. Need that energy. Let's go. <laughs> um, okay. Tell everyone what you're up to, what you do for your career and your life and your passions, and just like who you are. Tell everyone how amazing you are and what you're doing. Well, first of all, thank you for that introduction. I appreciate that. That was, uh, it's always, it's always amazing when you hear, you kind of, you kind of get that, you know, affirming, affirming identity from somebody else, right? It's not, it's not something I've always been. It's something that's developed into. So uh, thank you for that. Um, sure. But yeah, my name is Warner. I'm out here in the LA area. I'm about 30 miles east of LA specifically. Um, what I do for a living is I work in the financial industry. Um, a big part of what I do is just to give you guys a bird's eye view. Um, it's wealth management, um, investments, retirement planning, um, estate protection, um, you know, thing, things that encompass financial services. Um, and so that's, that's, that's what I do for a living. Uh, what, I, what I enjoy about that is uh, it was able to transform how I looked at money. It was able to transform my association with money. And I think that's really, really important because how much you make is always associated to how you believe money works. And so a big part of what that did for me is that educated me financially. I'm first generation American. Um, you know, my parents came and they did their best to get, to give me to have a better life here in the U S. So it is my responsibility and I'll do that for that next generation. So how do I do that? Well, I think financial literacy is important and a big part of my personally was understanding how money works and since then it's just been it's been an amazing roller coaster but yeah thank you for having me on incredible i'm honestly so proud of you um i want to dive into how you got to where you are because your story your journey is unbelievable um, uh, so yeah tell us your story of how you got here yeah, so I went to Azusa Pacific University where I studied um, political science. Uh, the reason behind that was I didn't know if I wanted to go to law school or if I wanted to do work in actual in, in office, like whether it be in the Senate or as an ambassador or whatnot. So right after college, I, a bunch of friends, we took a trip to New York. And no one knew this, but I only bought a one-way ticket. Um, and the reason behind it, because I was just like, hey, YOLO, like kind of, Kind of just, I, I didn't have a plan. I just left. It was scary, but I just left. So I ended up staying in New York. And then from there, I moved to D.C. Um, when I was in D.C., um, I was looking for, I was looking for work in, inside of politics. Like, what could I do? Or, you know, who could I write for? Or, you know, how can I find, find, find an internship anywhere? 
And in DC, I actually was introduced more to business than I was to politics. And I kind of fell in love with, with the business side of it. At the time, I was working for a, for a really, really well-known chef in a world-renowned restaurant. And what the eyes that opened up to me was the business side of things, um, the unlimited income that you can receive in a business. Um, not that money is everything. Money isn't everything, but it's right up there with oxygen. And it's just like, it's necessary to live, right? Like, yeah. we just, I'm, I'm sorry, it just is. Um, and so, and so I came back, I, I, I missed home. I was, I was, I was so, so far away. So I came back to California where I was working as a designer, go figure. Um, I was working at a design firm where I would do like, uh, landscapes for really nice homes. And, and, and I, you know, it was, it was making, was making a really good living. And, um, Long story short, I essentially, a friend of mine introduces me to someone who I didn't know at the time, and I didn't know he'd become my mentor. And so he introduces me to this individual, and we chop it up with sports. We, you know, we build rapport, we be, build a friendship. Six months later, I ask him, hey, brother, like, what do you do? Like, what do you do? I was always curious as to why you became my friend, but what the heck do you do? Um, and the reason why I asked him is because these are really important things for me, and this may, this may be really important for your audience was I noticed the lifestyle he had, I wanted it. Mm -hmm. I noticed the money he made, I wanted it. I noticed how he valued family and I wanted it. Now, those are, I didn't know that that's, that's what a mentor did for me, but that's, I knew that that's what I wanted to emulate. Right. So, so, um, so he brings me to his office and he's like, yeah, I work, you know, I'm a CEO in the financial sector. I have my own, my own mini empire, if you will. And um, I was like, how do I do that? How do I build what you have? And he's like, I can teach you, um, you know, and it's going to be a process, but you, you know, you're ready to rock and roll. And that's all she wrote. Like, I just, I just jumped, jumped on it. And I was just like, Hey, like for me, what it meant was a vehicle to get me somewhere. It wasn't my love for finances. Don't get me wrong. Like I wasn't like, Oh my God, numbers. Yay. <laughs> oh my, Oh my God. Financial statements. Yay. No, it was more so like, where can this take me? And I think, I think many times we're trying to look for things. Oh my God, I got to do something that I love. Well, you got to do something, period. Essentially, you'll figure out what you love. Um, what, what I've figured out in this journey is that what I love is I love, I love people. I love helping people. Um, and I also, I love money. <laughs> like it, helping people would provide me, provides me with that, with, with that leverage. And now that's able to now leverage my dreams, le leverage podcasting leverage family so that's all just a highlight of of what is my story but yeah now now you know i'm owner of a financial financial company um host of stay in the big podcast on IGTV, and we're we're only growing from here i love it tell us about your podcast because i love it <laughs> yeah thank you uh so it's called stay in the big um where that name stemmed from was there was a I don't know if it was a running joke, but, you know, I'd, I'd get mocked because I would always say stay in the big in the office, always stay in the big. And, and what it was for me, it was an affirmation. It was an affirmation to always remind myself to, hey, remember the big goal, remember the big dream, no matter how, how troublesome or how many problems you're going through, just remember to always stay in the big, always stay in the big. So um, essentially at the beginning of quarantine, I was like, huh, well, everything is going digital now. It just, right. we just had to, we made that call early on. And so I figured, well, it took me until I was 27 years old to actually find someone to guide me, find a mentor. 
And so I realized how many other people out there are going through life and they just don't have that mentor yet. They just don't have someone that can walk them through that or guide them through that process. Mm-hmm. So I figured, well, why not create a platform where I can bring the mentors to you? And so that's where Stay in the Bank happened. And obviously my associations have increased substantially. Like it's just been, you know, being in associations with people who are just playing game at a different level is amazing. And yeah, it's been an amazing journey. So tune in, guys. I love that guy. Stay in the yeah. big. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Stay in the big. That's incredible. That's amazing. I, I'm so inspired by you. I'm so impressed. Yeah. And you just, you just love what you do, and it really shows between your podcast and your financial career. Is just, it's so, it's so inspiring to see you pursue your passion and just live every day like your best life. Um, and it just inspires so many other people to, to do the same, whichever field that they're in. Um, what, what was your lowest point and how did you get past it? And how do you get past the low points now? Real talk, real talk with Marty. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a, I mean, I think, I think you really do got to see life like a roller coaster. Like, like there's always the, there's. I don't believe in balance because life doesn't give you balance. Life gives you full joy and then life gives you sadness. That's what life gives you. Right. And you got to kind of like, you're, you're always in between like that. So we, we were, it's funny cause we were just talking about this conversation before, before actually recording. Like I grew up in the church and they talk about having faith, having faith, having faith. And then you, you're like, well, does that mean I can't doubt? Like, you cannot have faith if there's no doubt, just like you cannot have happiness if there's no sadness. You cannot have, you know, comfort if there's no pain. So, so one of, one of, one of the, one of the points, I, I don't know if to say it was the lowest point, but a low point that I had early on in my career was I was living out of my car. Um, and it's, it's, there was two things I could have seen, seen that situation as I could have seen that situation as I'm living in my car, poor me. Or I could make the best of it. And so one of the ways that I would think about it was when people would ask me, where would I live? I'd be like, I live in a beach house. And I wasn't lying. I would park my car by the beach to sleep. And so like, and so like, it was, it was, I I remember at that point, it was just like, you know, I'd go to the gym to shower, um, you know, I'd stay in my car. Like I, and I just didn't know, I didn't know, I I knew how to make money beforehand, but for whatever reason, just entrepreneurship hit. And it's just like, Oh, I just forget how to make money. And so, so at that point there was, it was a hard, it was callousing my mind. It was just like, Hey bro, you got to wake the hell up. You got to fix. Cause that's, that became an identity issue, not a business issue. And I think too many times people get in business and it doesn't work overnight, bro. You got to keep going. Just like when you go to the gym and the next day you don't see abs, you don't go, Hey, this gym stuff is a scam, right? No, it's just like, no, you just got to stay after it. There's a meal plan. There's a nutrition plan. There's a workout plan. There's a persistence. There's soreness. There's so business is the exact same way. So during, during that process, I would always remind myself, number one, stay in the big, right? Hey, Hey, that little plug. Um, number two, remind myself that this is a part of the journey. Um, this is a, this is, (laughs) I'm gonna steal this from you, Marnie. This is your situation, not your final destination. That's right. <laughs> so, so I, it, it taught me more things than what it did hinder me. And you have to go, 
losing will teach you things winning could never do. When you're winning, you don't, you, when you're winning, there's no urgency to get better. Mm, right. If there, if, if it wasn't, it wasn't losing makes you get better. Losing makes you realize there's weak spots. There's, um, what, what do you call those when you're driving blind spots, there's weak spots, there's blind spots. Um, and that's what that did for me is it allowed me to, Hey, it, it allowed me to figure out who I was. It wow. was like, are you going to quit this and go and go just, <laughs> I, there's this example, right? If you play Tetris, what happens when everything is all the same level? You're not growing. <laughs> that, well, that, that level in Tetris disappears, right? When everything oh, fits. Oh, it all clicks. And yeah, that level in Tetris. Well, in life, if you fit in, you just disappear amongst everybody else. So if you want to stand out, you got you to gotta, you gotta stand out. You got to not fit. So what that period, time period in my life helped me figure it out was, man, I'm in my mid-20s. I don't have the dream corporate job. I don't have the, the nice apartment, single apart, the bachelor pad. I don't, I'm like this dude who's trying to figure out business living out of his car. Wow. But hey, you got to go through that because that's not going to be the same picture at 40, right? So it was just maintaining that process. And as much as a low part as it was financially, I think mentally that was the spark of like a mental renaissance, if you will. Incredible. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Honestly, like you should be so proud of yourself right now. Like your story is so, it, it's so eye-opening really to mm. say, you know, there's so many of us that complain daily, but really like you were living out of your car and, and look where you are now. And it, you're right, the low points, taught you so much the high points things like the high points would never teach you so that's such a key component for life in general just to to think that way i love it that's thank you so much for like being so honest and open and being a role model and an inspiration for everybody legitimately yeah Yeah. um i want to go into what advice you have for young entrepreneurs or people that almost like don't know where they fit or just not knowing what's going on like but see see the end of the the light at the end of the tunnel like advice I know you have so much to say which is why I wanted you on this show so yeah what what would you tell somebody that's you know just start starting off into the professional world yeah that's a that's a I, I would I would say try things, try things. Not the first, not it's like dating. Not the first girl you meet or the first guy you meet you're gonna marry, right? Yeah. It's just like try try things. Try like trying food. Oh well, what does this taste like with cheese? What does this taste like without cheese? On life is gonna be the same way. Whether you're an entrepreneur, which is inside of a inside of an entity, an entrepreneur, whether it's creating your own business, whether it's at your corporate place, whatever it is, try different careers. Like I, my goal when I started school was to be a, uh, a physical therapist with sports. I'm far away from that. Like I, I want nothing to do with that, but that was what I wanted at 19. Right. So what I'm saying, like in your, in the, in your early, in your early years, in your early, early journey, like just try things and, and, and give it, give it six months. Like you give it six in six months, you'll realize if you like someone or not. Right. 
Like I've been dating you for six months. Like (laughs) bro is over. Right. Well, I I think, I think the career is the same way. Like give something six months. I realized when I started finances, I hated its guts. I just didn't like it. I, I did. I didn't. It was just like, because to me it was difficult. And I think, I, I associated what I like to what is hard, and that's not the case. When I realized that I became good at it, I was just like, oh, my God, I love this, right? And I think for many, for many people who are in that journey where they're just beginning, the beginning is going to be hard. Why? Because you don't know what the heck you're doing, and you, you haven't fully figured out that identity within that space. The other thing that's really, really important is find people in each phase of your life that you want to be like, like if it's fitness, find someone that has your goals. Like, dude, I want to have a body like that gal or that guy. Or if it's, it's financially, find somebody else that has, I want to live that lifestyle. I want to make that kind of money. If it's a family, oh my God, I want to be single like them. Or I want to have a big old family like them. Or I want to have two kids like them. Like find people in your life that can mentor you through that phase. Doesn't all have to be the same person, right? Like, there's, there's people that I take business advice that have a horrible marriage life, but Hey, I'm not asking them for marriage advice. I'm asking them for business advice. So find people that can guide you through that. Um, find people that are winning at that level already, because more often than not, they're going to help you get through those landmines that otherwise would take you five, 10 years to learn. I love that. A hundred percent, 100 percent. And it's so important to find people you look up to whether you can message them or not, whether, you know, that could be a connection or not. Right. To, to look at them for inspiration instead of jealousy. Like that's right. a big piece to say instead of, oh, I wish I had that. Like, how did they get there? Like, you right. know, that opened my eyes to so many things recently too. I'm like, right. oh, cool. I didn't even know this existed. Right. How did I get there? Because I, yeah. you know, now I want it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hundred percent. I love it. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a, it's. There's beauty in admiration because people want to share their story, especially people who are winning. They, they want to share their story. So when you do ask them from a genuine heart, hey, can I learn what you do? They're gonna say yes. Like they're gonna say yes more often than not. I should say not a hundred percent of the time. You'll get right. your nose. You'll get your nose, and guess what? Get over it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. Like, like you'll you'll find people that are gonna want to help you, and then like. For me, that's what changed my life. It was someone, someone who had, someone who saw the world at a twenty-year experience mm. versus my little, my little bubble that I was in, right? And so, find someone that sees that picture in you. Find someone that their capacity is like this, and they can fill into our little cups when we start. Hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. That goes into our next topic: mindset. I mean, we've already pretty much been talking about it, but daily what's kind of the mindset what are some goals that you you follow that you you know promote to other people to like just stay in the big yeah um yeah that's really important I'm, and that's a great question my favorite thing to do early on is i i i'm not too talkative in the morning like that first hour of the day i just want to be in myself i want to be i want to get my thoughts together i want to i want to spend time with me it's mm-hmm. like uh we, we schedule doctor appointments, we schedule family, we schedule business, we schedule uh, eyebrow plucking, I don't know what the heck, you just you schedule <laughs> everything else, but you forget to schedule time with yourself. And it's just like, yo, dude, you're too busy for trying to figure out everything else and you forget to figure out who you are. And so 
that's my one of one of my early practices was it, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and say yeah I wake up at 5:30 a.m. I drink three gallons of water that's not me like <laughs> some sometimes I wake up at 9 a.m. Yeah. but like whenever whatever that time is find time for yourself whether it's quiet time whether it's I'll sometimes I'll walk without headphones or I'll uh, when I drive I don't listen to music or a podcast because that's I need to recharge me I need to figure out my thoughts and get that together so. So that's one of the very first things. And also one of my affirmations is every time I meet somebody, it is my job. It is my purpose to give them the best version of me. Why? Because from that point forward, that's going to be their association with Warner. If Warner was an asshole when they met him, guess what? From here on out, Warner's an asshole. Mm. So my job is Every time I meet somebody, I got to, I got to like, yo, get into my space and I got to give these people the best version of me. So yeah. it doesn't, what, what that is, is it takes my ego and it puts it aside. Hey, it's not about you. It's about who you're about to talk to right now. It's not about you. It's about, it's about their life and their mission. Cause what do I know if someone comes to me because they need me or because, because they, something I'm going to say is going to impact them. If I'm, if I'm being a douchebag or if I'm big timing it. I've completely destroyed their dreams, destroyed their lives. So I'm not here to be a tripping stone in your life. It's like, hey, one, I've given myself that time in the morning. Now, how can I help go and gen- genuinely help others? Right. I love that. That's incredible. That's, it's, and, then, and then you showing up as your best self to these new people you're meeting is right. you becoming your best self because you're showing up as him. Like, that's just yeah. on the trajectory of yeah. going. I love that. Yeah. I, I, I heard this, I heard this a while back and it was ego is an acronym for edging greatness out. Like, dude, the more you get in your own way, the more you're keeping yourself from becoming full capacity. And I realized that in myself, like, Hey, it's not about me. The gift God gave me was for the world. It wasn't for me. So I got to do my best to give that to everybody else, whether it's be, be the ultimate connector whether it's be the ultimate conduit to network, whether it's be, whether it be like, you know, using my experience to help you, like whatever that is, dude, you got to give it to the world. It's not about you. And so for me, that's been the biggest lesson in my journey. It's like, Hey dude, it's not about you. It's really not. And it's just like, it's hard to get to that point because you know, pride and ego, sometimes it tries to like steep up, but man, there's so much growth once you let that go. Right. And I feel like, when you feel 100% within you, I mean, obviously we're still growing and every day is right. new and different, but once you feel up here, you can then take your your inner, you know, glowing energy to push right. it out to the world. And, you know, there's certain, there's some people that like, you know, are still on that journey to find who they are to then help others. But I think that, yeah, helping others and, you know, you just pushing out your skills, your energy, who you are to help is the key, yeah. really. Yeah, it's, it's, it's helped me with growth. It's helped me with, I, I, I like to use analogies when I, when I try and I try to get a point. Yeah. I have two little, I have little nephews, right? And sometimes I'll play fight with them. And I'll let them hit me so that they feel, oh, my God, I hit you with everything that I had. And you said, ah, it doesn't really hurt me, but I have the capacity to take that pain. Sometimes in leadership, 
you got to get through the pain through that. You got to become, you got to first be a toddler. Essentially you're this <laughs> emotional grown up, if you will. Like that's a horrible, thing to say. <laughs> but like you're, you're, you're at this level where your capacity is enough where I can take your pain. I can take your conversation. I can take where you are in business. I can help you. Like if you don't increase capacity, how do you expect to help anybody else? When you're in an airplane, what's the first thing they tell you to do when the airplane's about to crash? Put your mask first. Put your mask first. In life, it's the exact same way. Hey, dude, you need oxygen. You need to go put on your mask first, help yourself first before you try and help everybody else. Because odds are if, you're, if you can't breathe and you're trying to help somebody else who can't breathe, you're both just going to end up not breathing. Right. And it's just like, like, hey, increase your capacity, get your ego out the way, and then figure out how can I start helping people. For me, that was the biggest game changers when I realized I've helped myself. Now I have the capacity to go help somebody else. Helping somebody else, you can't help somebody else when you're deep in the hole. It's just, it's just too hard. Do yourself a favor. Get out the hole. Yeah. And then start to help. What are ways that you stay positive? Do you say daily affirmations? Do you, I mean, there's so many different things, but what, yeah. what do you suggest? Man, uh, <laughs> I'm going to answer that question by saying this. I don't stay positive. Like there's times where I just want to rip the shit out of somebody's head. Like it just happens. <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm human. Like, it's just, let's be real. I don't want, I'm not, I'm not going to be real talk with Mark. Right? Yeah. So, so, so yeah, there's times where I'm just like, you know, why a good curse word comes out or several, right. And I just like, there's times where I just in when the, the biggest thing I would say is recognize that time. And when that happens, instead of pouring it out into somebody, hey, I'm pissed off. Give me five minutes. Give me 10 minutes. I'll call you back. Because the last thing I want is to leash out on somebody because I couldn't control my emotions. So it's not about staying positive. It's about, hey, understanding yourself and how to, and how to cope with that. I get mad. I get my go-to emotions getting pissed. So when that happens, I got to realize, hey, you know what? I give me five minutes. I'll be right back. I'll answer that question then. Or, Hey, give me 30 minutes. I'll come right back. Let's wrap around then. Why? They don't have to know that I'm upset, but I got to catch that. That's not me staying positive. That's me understanding myself. I got to co go cope with that and come back and give you the best version of me again. Yes. 100%. I totally agree. And own, own that. Recognize right. that you're in, you're not in that state to give your best. Right. right? So you're taking that sure. step. 100%. I love that. I love that. Um, I want to go into the power of listening. Yeah. Because I'll tell you a story that stuck with me. My mom told me. Um, I don't know if this is a true story or not, but two girls were on a plane and one girl talked the other one's ear off and the other one actively listened. Like, mm. oh my gosh, yeah? Oh, incredible. And the other girl had a lot to say. The girl who had a lot to say went home, told her mom, I met this girl on the plane and she was amazing. She maybe didn't learn too much about the other girl, but how she made her feel, yeah. heard, listened, appreciated. So it's, yeah. listening is such, it's so powerful and I'm so glad I implement that in my daily life and I've learned how powerful it is just take a step back and hear somebody out here and, and make them feel heard. 
What are you, so, your thoughts on the power of listening and active listening? Yeah. I, I, you said something there when it was just like, it's how you make somebody feel. And I think as humans, we're, we're experiential. Like everything we do is through experiences. Like you remember more experiences than you do actual things, right? Why are theme parks so memorable? Because of the way you felt on the ride. You're like, oh my God, I feel like my heart was going to come out. Yes. Like it's an experience, right? A breakup, a divorce, a, a, a marriage, a, a birth. Like those are all experiences. A bar mitzvah that I've danced at for eight years. Uh, a bar mitzvah. You're walking. You're you're walking away. People are walking away with the feeling, the memories, right? right. Of that sure. heightened experience. Yeah. Yeah. So 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 that's one thing. It's 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 the experience, and then the, and then it's how you were created. If you were meant to talk a lot, God would have gave you two mouths instead of two ears. But no, He gave you two ears and one mouth. Use them in that proportion. And the beauty about it is that a massive part of communication is your ability to listen. Like too many people think communication is talking. No. Yeah, that's a skill set. That's a great skill set to have. But the other part of it is you got to understand where someone's coming from. And I think that's a lesson that I learned in leadership was a lot of times when people, when their energy is too high, you can easily say they sound upset. But if you really listen to what they're saying, it could be the total opposite. They, they're like, they may sound upset, but what they're actually saying is that they have a concern that's not an upset. And so for me, listening, how it's, how it's grown, it's, it's in my ability, obviously with, with, within finances. If I don't listen to, my, to the family I sit down with, if I don't really listen to what, what their priorities are and where their monies are, I'm never going to really set up a great plan for them because I didn't listen. I was just too busy trying to sell something. Right. And so I think in, in your friendships and in life and in relationships, it's important that you listen because at the end of the day, you got to part of listening is setting that ego aside. All right, Warner, it's not about my opinion right now. Hear what, what Marnie has to say right now. What does she, what's she going through right now? And so that to me, it's, it's, um, you know, Business has helped me a lot with listening and podcasting has helped me a lot with listening because it just, now people come to you because it's just like, hey, Warner's a genuine dude and he generally wants to hear what I'm going through and help me with that. I can't help you if I don't really understand the breakdown of the conversation. So I think many times <laughs> there was a, there, I, somebody said this the other day and they were like, sometimes listening is the best feedback you can give somebody. Mm, because I sometimes... I'm sometimes I just want to talk to you and by talking, I, I come to my own answers, but it's just like, Hey, be there for someone. Part of being there for someone is, Hey, listening. I don't, I don't got to always say something. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And then the words, I hear you. I understand that yeah. is just, people might not even clue into why you're saying those things or that you didn't yeah. say that it's, that click for them. Like maybe for they sure. build out 45 minutes of what they wanted to say and you go, I hear you. Yeah. They're like, ah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, yeah, yeah. It's so true. It's, we, we get so caught up sometimes in like, I have this to say, I have this to say, I have this to say. It's about reading the room. And right. like, who are you talking to about what, in what context, how much time do you have? How, how is the conversation going? And it's like right. it's just practicing, but it's gauging, you know, where you can jump in and where is the time to make 
somebody feel heard. Right. Yeah. That's, okay. I mean, it's part of it's part of increasing capacity, right? Going back into that, it's like I I can't I can't I can't give you a mask. I got to put mine on first. So you got to understand that that's an inner word. Once you understand that, I now have the capacity to listen to somebody. I love that. I love that. Yes. Yes. Inner work, and it's a daily. It's a daily process. I mean, for sure. There's been, you know, lately I've been feeling like, oh my gosh, what's going on? But I really have to take a step back and make time for yoga, reading, you know, still growing in this like weird time of it's, it's not, it's not even quarantine still, but it's like, my life is not back to normal. I'm still, you know, at home doing what I can digitally. So it's like, it's a different mindset that I've been in the past five years that I need to take a bit more time come back to me and who I am um right. what do you do for for self-work for self-love growth do you do you read I know you take that time in the morning do you run like what are your yeah I I mean it's a <laughs> so I, this is really important to it was important for me personal development is going to be the most selfish is going to look like the most selfish thing you could do but you got to realize it's the most selfless thing you could do. And why do I say that? I'm very, 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 very particular with the time I give to myself. If I'm going to go run, I don't want a workout partner. Because I just, I need a dude. I, I'm with people. Excuse me. I'm with people all day. Sometimes, sometimes I have to eat alone. Like I just, like I got to learn to shut it off sometimes. And that's not always the easiest thing to do. Why do I say that? Personal development, there's not... Uh, I'm not going to say, oh, I, I read three books a, a week or a day or I, that's just not, it's not the truth. I hate reading. I do. I rather listen to an audio book because it's just right. playing in the background. Yeah. I listen to a, to a podcast. Mm-hmm. Like I rather listen to a story that can teach me the same thing as opposed to reading a freaking book. Like that's just me. Is that the, you know, is that the best way of learning? I don't know what's going to work for you. But what I do know is that you got to understand and take time for yourself. Take time for yourself. Sometimes it's, hey, I'm not going to hang out tonight. Hey, I, I, don't, I really don't want to talk to you right now. Like, you got to learn to have boundaries for yourself. We have them for everybody else. We have boundaries for everybody else. We respect everybody else's time. We respect everybody else's emotion. We respect everybody else's conversation, everybody else's money, and not your own. And it's just like, dude, focus on that first. And then, like, it's... it's every moment it's a learning moment for me every moment's a learning moment for me like it's it's not it's i'm not there's not a i know maybe people thought oh he's gonna have a discipline he's gonna teach me at 5 a.m do this like no it's just like dude as you go there's gonna be things that you're gonna catch man i gotta keep a tight schedule man i shouldn't have said that man those are all learning moments so long as you're aware of those moments and you're learning from those moments then just keep moving forward like okay. so, like, like there's, it's very hard for you to give yourself a deadline and like, Oh, in six months from now, I'm going to be the best version of myself. Ta-da! Like that, dude, that's not real. Like, like 20 year old you is different from 30 year old you. That's different from 35 year old you. And that's different from 40 year old you. And that's different from married you. And that's different from father, mother, you like, dude, just every level is going to create a new challenge for you. Get, just get better. Just get better. That's all it is. Right. Right. I love that. I love that. Yes. A hundred percent. Um, I want to go into talking about 
your ideal day start to finish because I know that like with technology and everything going on and you're super, super busy and you're always on the staying in the big and you're always yeah. like on the rise and some days are more like, you know, some days are, you have down moments and up moments. What would your ideal 24 hours look like? Like ideal, like the, my dream 24 hours? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Dream it up. Yeah. So I'd be on a yacht. Um, I'd be on a yacht in Mykonos. I, oh. Mykonos or, or Croatia. I really like Croatia. I love that. Croatia has beautiful, beautiful hot waters. Um, I'd, 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 have, I'd wake up with a lot of fruit. Um, there'd, be, there'd be a lot of fruit and and tapas if you guys haven't had tapas spanish tapas like oh my god so i'll have seafood fruit um yeah on a a yacht and most likely none of that's going to go on my story on instagram it's just going to be just me and and if if, probably friends um you know like two or three good friends and that's it like i i i enjoy my time away and that, that would that's what it would be it would just be a quiet time of like swimming in the ocean and yachting all over all over europe i literally love that <laughs> can i come <laughs> for sure let me work on the yacht first yeah <laughs> that sounds incredible i love that tapas okay i want to go into food what are your favorite foods what what would your what would your ideal Meal be okay. So you said fruit, you said seafood, tapas. Yeah. What are your favorite foods? Yeah. So, man. So there's in Spain. Oh my God. By the way, if you're Spanish, shout out to Spanish food. Hey. Um, I'll have a good Spanish red wine. There's uh, like a good carnacha. Um, I probably pronounced that wrong, but uh, I'll have gambas alajillo, which is shrimp with spices. Um, I'll have uh, pulpo gallego, which is uh, octopus but oh. it's bo- bo- boiled and seasoned a certain way it's gorgeous and then i'll have uh like some nice um uh jamon iberico which is in spain it's like this very nice ham thinly sliced it's so good it's a it's so so good um man it'll yeah and some and probably like a nice fruit salad like some some fennel with thinly sliced apples and, and probably some cranberries on there yeah oh. Oh my gosh, it sounds incredible. Um, I'm savoring right now. I huh? love it's so scary because people, some people that had Corona, um, they lost their sense of taste. Wow. And like for yeah. life, how sad is that? I would just, right. I love food yeah. so much. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, I don't know what I would do. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the yacht sounds amazing. Would you wake up on the yacht? Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. yeah, I'd be on. I'd be on the yacht. It's a. I mean, yachts are like. It's like a travel home. Like yeah. it's just massive. It's, you know, there's there's some yachts where it's just like it has a master bedroom. It has full fully staff. Like, it has everything. It has everything. So I, if I'm in if I'm in Croatia or What's Mykonos, gonna like, what was that? It's gonna happen for you that day. Ah, it, yeah, it, it it will, it will. Multiple days yeah. like that. <laughs> it, it it will, it will, it'll it'll be it'll be a lifestyle for sure. A hundred percent, yes. 
Oh my gosh. This was amazing. Thank you so much for being on my show. Yeah, this thank was, you for having yeah, me. Yeah, you're just incredible. Thank you for sharing all of your insight and your knowledge. And um, I'm so inspired by you. So thank you for being your okay. best self, being your most authentic and sharing. Absolutely. And I was going to say, like, I'll leave everybody with this. Like, hey, remember, guys, you're blessed. You're highly favored. Your family deserves the best version of you. Your business deserves the best version of you. But most of all, this world deserves the best version of you. Stay in the big guys. Get after it. Hey, I was just going to ask you, what are your final thoughts? You, you know, because you also lead a podcast. So you know that that was coming. I loved it. Yes, all of that, yes. I feel like I've heard you say that before. And I feel like that's like your tagline, but it's so key. That is definitely something I I repeat every day. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah? It's, I I need to repeat that every day. I just need to have you on on record or just like (laughs) open one of your books. Yeah, there you go. I love it. Have like an an audio message. I'll send you an audio. Yes, please send me an audio note of just that. I need to listen to that every morning. That's going to be my morning routine. <laughs> there you go. Sounds good. I love it. Amazing. Thank you so much. I'm going to post all your links here so everyone can connect with you, follow you, and um, stay in the big. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Marnie. Thank you. Thank you for having me, and thank you all for watching. Thank you. Everybody have a great day. Warner, have a great day. I will talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.